G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, when you have a church building, you'll be using that church building for all sorts of wonderful uses. Not only church on Sunday, but oftentimes there's prayer groups, there's play groups, there's youth groups, all sorts of things happen in church. But there are often times when there are downtimes and the opportunity for churches to hire out their facilities to other groups. And that sometimes creates an ethical issue as to how decisions are made about who to hire the groups to, because not every group that wants to hire your church hall may well be coming with something that is completely in line with your Christian convictions and what you'd like to use your facilities for. Well, there's been an issue like this through the week that's arisen. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been writing about it, and it comes to this intersection of what Christians do with things like yoga classes in your local church. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, this issue has risen just in this past week, a church putting out a warning and saying that really you should be very cautious about who you let out your church to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm glad they did. Uh, The story is uh, basically about uh, uh, Sydney churches that um, have... uh, well, open themselves up to uh, other uh, groups, partly, I suppose, to pay the bills, and in this case, uh, allowing uh, yoga classes to come in. And the only reason I know about it is because uh, uh, quite a few newspapers this week have actually run with the story, and of course, with a secular spin on it. They say they were shocked. They say, what a dumb reason to get rid of a yoga class. Uh, And the reason they give is because... uh, the, evidently, the denomination there put out a little research paper saying we have to be careful about yoga. It is often associated with Hinduism, the New Age movement. There are spiritual concerns that can take place with things like yoga. So, in other words, a totally sensible report put out by the church group, uh, but the media was happy to run with the uh, the story about you know some Stone Age backwards church actually uh, having second thoughts about letting yoga go ahead in its premises. Well, Bill, let's come straight out with the elephant in the room. What's wrong with yoga? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a big issue, and I actually penned a piece on it this week. In fact, I've penned two pieces now on this whole issue of the New Age movement in general and things like yoga in particular. It's a big topic. Uh, partly, perhaps, I can preface this by saying I wasn't always a Christian and I was pretty heavily involved in the New Age movement myself back in my hippie days, back in the counterculture, uh, very much steeped in Eastern religions and all the various New Age uh, psychotherapies, and uh, so I was well aware of what things like yoga and all the other bits and pieces, uh, whether astral projection or astrology, tarot cards, various practices, I was quite aware back then of their close connection to the occult, to Eastern religions, and of course now as a Christian, 
I look back and I thank God that I've been delivered from all this. But uh, look, we need to discern between what may be just a harmless physical exercise, uh, breathing techniques and so on, uh, you know, that can be have some scientific benefit. It can be of some value. But far too often, at least in what is officially called yoga, and there's different schools of yoga, uh, all too often there are the Eastern uh, religious influences and often, well, things like transcendental meditation. You're uh, really designed to open your mind up to whatever may come in. You empty your mind uh, which is not good advice for a Christian, because we know there is a counterfeit demonic realm that can come into these vacated minds, so we're told to fill our minds on God and the Word of God. So um, a big topic, but simply doing a few exercises, well, if you're looking for health benefits, you can get physical therapy, uh, thing like pilots and other things that have no religious overtones whatsoever. So my advice for Christians is to be very careful indeed in discerning if you're going to get involved in some of these practices, which in themselves may appear to be harmless, but far too often have dangerous spiritual baggage that go with them. And Bill, do you narrow that down to just yoga classes? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of church halls and church facilities also uh, hired out for some martial arts classes as well. Uh, There's also concerns spiritually with some of those. Yeah, oh, sure, absolutely. There's all kinds. In fact, uh, I list maybe a dozen in one of my recent articles of these various practices, and that would include things like. the martial arts, you can have aromatherapies, you can have oils and essences, you can have color uh, issues, you can have all kinds of things, practices, pyramids, uh, uh, just, oh, there's... Tarot endless. cards, you could have a tarot card reader in your uh, church. Well, sure, well, there's endless a number of things you can do. So there's two issues here. One, whether any Christian church should simply be in allowed, say, a non-Christian group to come in, do its thing, so you can get a bit of income, even though it may be a destructive thing. But certainly the the real issue is whether Christians themselves should be getting involved in some of these things. Once again, some of the practices and techniques may be neutral in themselves. They can have some uh, physical benefits and so on, and relaxation techniques, but Once again, the warning, too often uh, there are spiritual and occultic uh, trappings that go along with it, and the unsuspecting Christian even can get themselves over their head in, uh, well, real demonic and spiritual powers if they're not careful. So Christians of all people should be very careful about not opening themselves up to the whole realm of the New Age and Eastern religions. And Bill, I imagine you're applauding that Anglican Church mm. in Sydney for making a stance and and then even warning other churches that these practices may be just a step too far. Uh, it really comes down, doesn't it, to the person who's in control of hiring out the hall and, uh, and how they understand uh, whether there is a new age connection to some of the things that might be coming into church. Yeah, yeah quite right. The uh, Sydney... Uh church or denomination is to be applauded. They they put out this study guide on things like yoga and the New Age movement, and I'm glad they alerted their member churches to this. But sadly, far too many churches, they don't have a clue. They're not only allowing these practices, they're, they're promoting them, thinking, oh, this is all very compatible with Christianity. 
when in fact, as I say in my article on yoga, the actual uh, Hindu practice of yoga to get in touch with Brahmin, to empty your mind, obtain moksha, the word for release or liberation, uh, these concepts are utterly foreign to biblical Christianity, totally at odds. You know, well, they presume, for example, pantheism, the idea that we're all ultimately God anyways. You just discover God who's within. Uh, that's not Christianity. We are created beings. We're alienated from the one true God, and we need to get back into right relationship with him. So a lot of warnings here. In fact, it's interesting, as I said in my newest piece, uh, the Bible doesn't warn against things like the occult and spiritism and magic, uh, because they don't work, quite to the contrary, it's exactly because they do work that the Bible warns against them. There are counterfeit spiritual powers. There is the demonic realm. We have to be very careful. Just because something seems to work <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean it's from God. Bill, some people will say, where can I read some more about this? How can I get some more detailed information? And I note that in a second article that you wrote just this past week, uh, you had some listings of recommended reading that people can go to and get more detail about the New Age movement. Yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of good stuff out there written by good Christian authors, um, some here in Australia, some overseas. So I list about 30 or 40 really good books. In fact, some of these were by people who themselves were heavily involved in the New Age movement. They were set free and became Christians, and so they especially know about what they're speaking. And uh, so, yeah, plenty of great resources. If you're interested in, say, the alternative medicines, well, there's a, a number of books specifically on that. If you want to know about how the New Age spins who Jesus is and what he's done, I've got a section there. Even things like reincarnation, uh, New Age gurus like Oprah Winfrey. So I, I break it down in various sections as well. So plenty to read there, and I encourage Christians to uh, be well-read, because sadly it's not just all over the world, but as I mentioned, uh, too often we're finding all kinds of occult, New Age, and Eastern thought and practice creeping into our churches. Well, Bill, there is a special and sensitive question to ask that flows along with all of this. If you're in a local church right now, and there have been those who haven't had a close caution about who is hiring out the church and there are groups meeting in your local church yeah. uh, it's probably not the time to be blaming your church leader but mm -hmm. how do you go about do you think uh, addressing that because obviously someone makes decisions about these yeah. things yeah. and is there in fact some sort of spiritual ramification in mm -hmm. your church if you've had these practices happening in your church or in your outer buildings through the week yeah well there's no question with your latter uh, point that uh, if we are dealing with things that are clearly have occult and uh, Eastern religious uh, overturns and values, well, yeah, um, the Bible makes it quite clear that we should have nothing to do with these things, both thought and practice, both belief and actual techniques. So if a church is even just renting out its facilities, certainly uh, that, in a sense, gives a stronghold or a foothold uh, for the enemy to really come in and do damage in the church. As to weeding it out, well, first you need to know if it's happening or not, and then hopefully you've got a good relationship with the leaders or the pastors. 
and you may take them out for a cup of coffee and say, hey, did you know that, uh, you know, this is happening? Uh, are you aware of some of the dangerous spiritual overtones to this? And is this something we should be doing? Now, hopefully the leaders will be open, at least somewhat, to what your concerns are all about. If they dig in their heels and tell you they're drop dead and we're happy to have anybody and anyone come in, well, then <laughs> it might be time to find a new church, perhaps. Well, there certainly would be a, a caution light there. I'll point people, Bill, to these two articles we're talking about, uh, ones that are on your site, BillMuhlenberg.com. One of them is just simply called Christians and Yoga, an insightful uh, article about yoga classes. Then the second article is Recommended Reading on the New Age Movement. They go hand in hand because that's where you would say yoga comes from, a New Age foundation. So simply BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch and you'll find those two articles towards the top of the uh, list. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for sharing them with us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.